Hello, and welcome to Forward Church Online. In this weekly podcast, we hope that you'll have an encounter with God through inspired teaching and discover practical ways to help you live a life of purpose. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today.
that you will give me a fresh anointing so that each and every one of us, our hearts will be stirred, our minds will be convinced. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Speak to us. Prepare us, Father God, not only for the baby dedication, but prepare our hearts for communion together as we observe the beauty of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles and you'd like to go with me this morning, I'm going to start this this morning, and then I'm going to break and come back next week, of course, on the 17th. I really encourage you to invite others. Uh, Georgia Connection will be back with us that weekend. And Kurt Erickson, what a man of God. Listen, he doesn't just pastor a church in London. He has a ministry on the streets. He feeds the homeless in London. What an awesome individual. But you're going to have to be really fine-tuned that morning because he's got a cool way of delivering, but you've got to be there with him or it will bypass you. Remember for those of us that grew up when the church used to sing, Pass me not, O gentle Savior? Oh, it's a dangerous thing to be in the presence. Oh, it's a dangerous thing to be in the presence of the Lord and have him walk right by and nothing comes your way. No need to even show up. I mean, whenever I used to go to a game or I was involved in coaching, I was into the game. Either as a fan or as a coach, I was into that. I wanted to be in that moment. Are you in this morning? Are you in right now? Or are you waiting? What are you going to do when there is no more clocks? What are you going to do then with all this time management that all of us deal with? Isn't there a time and a place where you go, I want to be captured, I want to be captivated by the presence of the Lamb? Today's your day. In Isaiah, excuse me, in Genesis chapter 22 and verse 7, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, father, yes, my son, Abraham replied, the fire and the wood are here, Isaac said, but where's the lamb for the burnt offering? In John chapter 1 and verse 29, notice closely, the next day he, being John the Baptist, saw Jesus coming to him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And then in Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 7 it says, He, being the Lamb, was oppressed, treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. Let's pause right here with that scripture for a moment. One of the proofs that the Lamb of God is at work in you is you know when to tone it down. I bet you're waiting for that to show up on the screen. It ought to register in your heart. One of the evidence that I can see that God is at work in my life is I know when to tone it down. Or another way, learn to be quiet. If ever there was a person who could have had something to say, it was the lamb. If ever there was a person who should have stood up and said, this isn't fair, this isn't right, things are out of perspective, it would be Jesus Christ. But he knew how to tone it down, he knew how to hold his peace. If nobody else needed that, I needed that one this morning. 
There are times when I don't feel like it. Am I alone in this house this morning? There are times when I just have got to. But you know he's evident in your life when you know how to tone it down, tune it out, and turn it back. Let's take a look at what the land of Jesus Christ provides. I want to go back and hook something up. I've never yet seen a trailer going down the highway by itself. Normally it's hooked up. I left something unhooked and I want to go back and hook it up. After last Sunday morning, I felt a little bit uneasy, like, Lord, am I on the right course? For those of you that have been in coaching or have been in athletics, sometimes the game plan starts out and it's like, did we really draw this up right? Parents, maybe you had a game plan and all of a sudden it got blown up. Everything is kind of in disarray. And then you go back to the Father and say, am I on point? Am I bringing a now word for the families that are in the house? Am I bringing a now word to my individual family? We're connecting this. It's not only important that the Lamb of God is in here. It's important that the Lamb of God is in your home. Because what you have going on in your home, you bring it into the house. That's why they always have that pregame stuff at these big football games. Because they get ready to go into those stadiums. Of course, I know many of them are ready for different reasons. And they use things to help get them pumped up. In September, when we go back to see my mother and we take in a game at the shoe, I don't need any artificial thing to pump me up. All I got to do is just start walking towards the shoe. I start thinking about some of the legendary ball players that have been there, and I just fight. God, money just fires me up. Like, you don't even know. I don't need any beverage. I don't need any marijuana being legalized so that I can feel. Do I need to talk about marijuana being legalized that's out there in the news right now? I happen to be an educator, and I know what's happening to kids who are on marijuana. I see it at the new Levy Learning Academy. I know what marijuana will do for our students. Nothing. What they do need is a good dose of the lamb. Because when the lamb comes in, he changes everything. And if you've been a flat, that's a good place for Truly, when the lamb comes in, he rearranges your portfolio. When the Lamb, Jesus Christ, steps in, he changes the old to the new. The person you used to be, you're not that person anymore. It happened again. I'm about to hook this trailer up to the truck. By the way, my truck can still pull a trailer. I know that baby's old, but let me tell you, that girl's still got a little juice. All I got to do, all I got to do is put that hitch on, and I can see my truck on he still believes in me. He still believes in me. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you this. When God gives you a hookup, does it kind of bring something? Oh, God believes in me. God is entrusting this to me. Oh, I've been walking with the Lord over 20 years. I'm using an analogy here. I'm talking about my truck. 
I, I've been with I've been with this truck for 20 years. I know what that truck can do. And I'm going to keep on trusting that truck. That if I take care of it, it's going to take care of me. Let's go upstairs. I know what my father can do. I've been walking with him X amount of years. I know what the Lamb is able to do. I've watched the Lamb of God in my life. I will not yield to anything of this world. I will watch the Lamb. I will follow the Lamb. I will let God be the provider of all my needs. That's a good praise place right there. So as we get ready to hook this up and move forward, when we were in Daytona the other day, the other evening, something of the old wanted to be resurrected. Hello? Is there anything in your life that wants to still be resurrected that's dead? The Bible says that we're dead to sin and alive to Christ. The Holy Spirit spoke to me as we were making our way back from the lagoon where we had an incredible event, which I won't talk about, on go-karts. And the Holy Spirit said, what is it that you're resurrecting? There are those who are in Christ that still long for their own past. Didn't you learn enough when you were doing all of that? Where did it take you? Where did it bring you? What dividends are yours as a result of that lifestyle? What will you take with you on into eternity that you can say, this I give unto the Lord and the legacy I leave? I want that dead man to stay dead. I want that old nature to be crucified and remain crucified. One church. And so I spoke to the Spirit of God and I said, I only want to resurrect what you want resurrected. If there's anything dormant in me in regards to the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let me help you out here because I know this is a football community. The whole state is football driven. Why is it that we can come up with all these various types of offense but we think there's only one gift? I'm here to declare and describe to you from God's word that there are all kinds of gifts that God has invested in you. God wants you to run it. God wants you to use those gifts that he's given to you. Why won't someone in this house, with the help of the Lamb this week, start asking him, how have you gifted me? What are my gifts? What are my gifts? Tell me about my gifts. Show me how to operate in the fruits of the Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's a good praise break right there. It's amazing how we can run all kinds of offensive plays, but we only have one strategy in the kingdom. And those mindsets normally get taken down by the enemy. Week after week, month after month, year after year, they read the Bible the same way they did when they got saved. They pray the same prayers that they prayed when they were born from above. God doesn't want us living in remediation. God wants us to live in elevation. God wants to elevate us. God doesn't want you on the JV team. God wants you on the starting varsity squad of his kingdom. God doesn't even want you on the varsity 
squad. On the bench, he wants you on the playing field of life. Those who understand the power of the Lamb, they're the ones who get off the benches. They're the ones who get off the seats. They're the ones who go, here am I, send me. Speak, Lord, for your servant here. It wasn't until after Sunday, sometime on Tuesday, turn to somebody and say he's about to hook this up. Because I never want to be leading without the touch of the Spirit of God on my life. And I just happened as I was making my way over to New Smyrna, I hooked up with Jensen Franklin's podcast. You can go there too. But for those who were here last Sunday, now you know that I found out afterwards he's preaching on the Lamb in Gainesville, Georgia. He's been preaching about worthy as the Lamb. Then he also preached a message entitled Judging Yourself Unworthy. I want to make a declaring decree over this house. Don't let me catch you talking about how unworthy you are as a believer. The Bible says that the Jews judge themselves unworthy of the grace of God. You have been made worthy through the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh-oh, he can flip the trick on all the old-time preachers. You have been made worthy through the blood of the Lamb of Jesus Christ. And the only one that would be worthy to be able to be placed on the altar was not Isaac. I'm sure some of you might think, I think he's really drifting now. He can't even get this hooked up. It's already hooked up. What God is speaking here in Levy County and to our Tri-County area, God is speaking not only up in Georgia, but i got a sneaking suspicion. It's all over the nations. Nations. Worthy is the Lamb. Behold the Lamb. It's about the Lamb of God. And if you ever get a view of what the Lamb did for you, you won't be quiet. Example, there isn't a person on your, I should use mine. There's not a player at Ohio State that knows me. But I cheer for them as if they did. And so do you. We set our calendars by their game. Okay, ladies, you set your calendars by what's available at the supermarket. Or it's tax-free weekend. Could you please hurry up and get done so we can get back to the stores? Our God isn't the lamb. Our God is money. But the pastor of Moody Church said, if money is your God, it will become your devil shortly. So the Spirit of the Lord was speaking to me about, wow, you get so fired up about all these athletes and none of them know you. One time I got Urban Meyer's autograph. He doesn't know me. Why would I bow to things that don't even care? Oh, church, I know I'm somewhere close to you right now. And there's a lamb that was caring for you before you got here. Not this morning, in life. And we can't get jacked up about that. We can't get fired up about that. What, what, what? Are we dead or are we alive? If he's done something for you, you ought to rejoice in the Lord and say, my sins have been covered. I'm on my way to heaven and I thank him every day. 
My life has a security seal on it. I give you praise, Father. One of the best things the Spirit of the Lord just said was right in the middle of our class. I don't have the reference right offhand, but I'll tell you this. The Bible says that you have been sealed unto the day of redemption with salvation. I have a security seal on my life. And listening to Jensen Franklin as we came back across the uh, Ocala Forest yesterday, let me just tell you this. If you're living the life of David right now, God will bring Nathan. Jensen Franklin said, anything that's hidden in your life, God will make sure it's revealed. If it takes a prophet like Nathan coming right up to King David and saying, let me tell you a story about a lamb. Let me tell you about the rich man with all of his lambs and the poor man with one lamb. Church, this is not a playground. This, oh my God, please. This is not a playground. I know we, most of us have lived in the Bible Belt, but this is not a playground. This is an eternal kingdom. When David heard the whole story, you know the story as well as I do, he said, tell me who that rich man was that took that poor man's lamb. And I'll make sure that he gets paid for it four deep. Hello? Little did David know that he was prophesying over his own life. He lost four sons. Before anybody else wants to walk out this morning, I'll come your way. David, for one reckless night with Bathsheba, lost four sons. So you think it's that important to be in the clubs? You think it's that important to shimmy on down, get down, and get it on? Whatever you're doing in hiding, God's going to bring it to the light. How do you say that? Because he's the lamb. Not only is he the lamb, he's also the lamb. I pray in Jesus' name as this ministry continues to grow that the lamp will never go out in this house. If the lamp goes out, let's get out of here. If the lamp goes out, we need to get out. We want both the lamp and the lamb. Because he's the provider. We're going to go there and then we're going to wrap it up. Because he's the provider of life. I heard Dr. R.G. Lee many years ago who preached that famous message. Payday Sunday. He said everybody outside of Jesus Christ is a walking dead man. Do you see people out in our communities? Who don't know Christ as dead? I know they're walking, but they're walking dead people. They have no life. They have no eternal life. Ladies and gentlemen, your undivided attention, please. The solace that should be resting upon your lives and the solace that should be resting upon my life with the home going of your daddy and the home going of my brother, notice how I paraphrase that, is knowing that I'm going to see Stephen again. He was our youngest in the family. And he's gone. And it happened quicker than a month. See, I'm not a chicken. I walk. Because I'm an educator. So I go into classrooms. A month ago at this time, my brother was fine. Stephen was fine. He's gone. Never to return to this life. He's gone. If I didn't have the hope of the Lamb of Jesus Christ, I would be gutted right now. I would be totally gutted. My youngest brother is gone. I'll never see him again. 
except for the lamb. Except that I know that the lamb was on the tree. But he wasn't staying on the tree. He came from the tree to the tomb. From the tomb, he came forth. And then he hung out for a few days. And you can calculate the number of days if that's important to you. And then he ascended. And those that watched him heard the good news from the angels. He'll be back. He'll be back. He's coming back. But he's the provider of life for dead men walking. For dead women walking. It doesn't matter who's on the boardwalk. It doesn't matter who's down the show. It doesn't matter who's up in the police shop. If they don't have life, they're dead. We need a resurrection of the life of Jesus Christ in the church. Come on, church. Come on, church. couple scriptures, and then I'm going to stop for this morning. This is in regards to the Lamb as the provider of life. That was a great, great question that Isaac asked. Parents, God doesn't want you to sacrifice your children. He wants you to dedicate your children to him. Isaac was the son of promise. He was the son of promise. But he couldn't be the provider of life. Not Isaac. He was living under the old covenant. He himself needed a lamb. Oh, church. God help us. In the Old Testament, every Jewish house had to have a lamb. And for four days, that lamb, before it was crucified, killed, it had to live with the fam family. Is he in your home? Is he in your home, the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth? And then the other requirement was this. There also had to be blood on the doorpost so that when the death angel would pass by, the eldest son would not be taken. Is there blood? The blood of the lamb, is it over your home? Some of us have children that are no longer children. Are you covering them in the blood? Oh, that's so ridiculous. Come on. Well, why can you think in other areas outside the box, but you can't think with me right now? There's a scripture that says, what thinking of Christ? I'm asking a question. Is the blood of the Lamb over your home? How about this? As we get ready to release our students into the middle school, into the elementary level, into the high school level, do you cover them over with the blood? My mother used to pray this way. I plead the blood over my children. I plead the blood over my children. I'm telling you, church, I'm giving you information. This place is going to be packed with people who are going to be riveted by, I want to make sure the blood's applied. I want to make sure the blood's applied. I'm not saying you have to, don't listen, please. You're not to go out and buy a lamb, put it in your house for four days, kill it, and put blood on your doorposts. That was the old covenant. You live in the new covenant. Jesus is the lamb. Jesus is the lamb. And his blood has been shed. And he's not hanging up on a tree. And he's not in a tomb. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he's making intercession for you right now. Even when you don't have a thing to 
doesn't think about him. He's thinking, God Almighty, he's thinking about him. When all of your signals are shut down and you're not thinking about God and you're not thinking about the things of the Lord and you're not thinking about the church and you're not thinking about the community and all eyes are on you, seated at the right hand of the Father is Jesus making intercession for you. Wow, church. And then I can go over to the book of Romans and it says that the Holy Spirit begins to intercede and he begins to grow. Let me go ahead and freak some of you out. I'm amazed how we can accept anything that the world puts out there, but if we ever get around a person who... We call them weird. We call them strange. But we will endorse and embrace anything that Holly... Oh, Rashida. I'm going to do exactly what Jensen Franklin did the other day. I'm me away. I was on my tractor a lawn mower yesterday mowing grass. Because after vacation, there's work. After vacation, there's work. See, I believe we're failing. I said this to my wife, and she was rejoicing. That it was only two and a half, not 16 hours. Because she was hooked up in the car. She had to just sit there. You know what I'm saying? And I was rolling. I said, honey, we're failing kids. I said, we might be able to get the scores up, but we're not teaching them anything about life. Just because they can pass a test, that doesn't mean anything. They're not ready for the real world. What are you talking about, Pastor? The Lamb will teach you how to get your groove on. Playtime's over, get your work clothes on, go to work. Go to work. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, how about this scripture? A man that doesn't provide for his family is worse than an infidel, is what the word says. So I was out there working yesterday. How'd my flesh feel? Not good. Belly aching. Complaining. Crying. So I just stuffed earbuds in there. Bam. Here, take this. Bam. I put Jensen Franklin on, started listening to Worthy as the Lamb. Then from that message, I listened to the next message. Because it takes about an hour and 20 minutes to mow the yard. And I didn't want anything to do with this. Is there anybody else that struggles with this? Man, this thing was just doing its thing. So I thought, bam. Sometimes I couldn't hear real clear because the mower, I just took my ear like my, put it right there like that. So I'm going to hear something. <laughs> That's true. In the message on the Wednesday night, Jensen begins to speak about the importance that when life begins to take place in you, you begin to develop a prayer life. I want this church to know there's more than just praying in English. I'll never force anything on anybody. But Jensen Franklin began to pray in the spirit. And then he stopped just briefly and he said, for someone that's wondering who I was just talking to, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to my father. Most of my prayer life, listen, you may never hear it in here. Most of my prayer life is in the spirit. Praying with a heavenly gift. Oh, that's weird. That's stupid. But why do you believe all this stuff the world had to offer? What I'm doing was purchased by the blood. What you got? What I have has been purchased by the blood. Not only the gift, but the person here. I am not my own. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? God has gifts for this house. 
even pursue the possibility of running a pitch, a sweep. Man, the middle's wide open, running right through the line. We don't do it that way. Thanks for listening to this edition of Forward Church Online. We hope this has been a blessing in your life and that you'll share this and other great resources with your friends. We want to invite you to explore our webpage at www.myforwardchurch.org. There, you'll find online giving, church events, and so much more. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter as there's always something happening around Forward Church. If you're ever in our area, we'd like to extend an invitation to come be a part of one of our live worship experiences. Thanks again for listening to the Forward Church online podcast. Have a great week.